0: Welcome back to A People's Guide to Publishing. I'm Joe Beal, the founder and CEO of Microcosm Publishing and Distribution. I'm also the author of A People's Guide to Publishing, which distills what I've learned from selling millions of books over the past 25 years.
1: I'm Ellie Blue. I'm the Editorial and Marketing Director here at Microcosm. We are an independent midlist publisher based in Portland, Oregon. We have 14 employees, over 650 titles in print with 20 to 40 new books per year, and we distribute thousands of titles from
0: other publishers. We started this podcast so that we can share what we've learned with newer publishers so that you can learn from our mistakes.
1: Or maybe you just want to understand the publishing industry.
0: This week we have two special guests who are both authors and publishers Jessica Mullen and Kelly Cree of the School of Life Design and um I, yeah I would say wh- what do you think of as your landmark book that you've written together
2: I think the the monthly manifestation
0: manual it's the one
2: Yeah what a beauty <laughs> flagship <laughs> i mean that's
0: the one i think of but yeah i don't know maybe you see it differently
2: (laughs) so far so far
0: (laughs) (laughs) right still young
2: yes
1: so this book uh is coming out right around now from Microcosm, officially published, but it was it existed long before we came into the picture. Uh, can you tell us the story of this book and how it came to be? Go back as far as you need to, childhood or
2: before. <laughs> okay, so I was born in yes. Illinois. Good work. <laughs> so was Jessica. Yeah. Um, I think it really started when Jessica was in grad school for design at University of Texas and that's when we uh, started learning about law of attraction and after she graduated (laughs) neither of us were very interested in pursuing further the uh, higher education academia world Mm so we said, let's make our own school. Um, and what what should the school be about? Well, what do we care about? At that time it was law of attraction. You know, now like law of attraction, I don't know, it kind of makes me feel almost slimy even saying it. But it, I mean, our <laughs> work has come a long way since then, but that is what got us interested in these ideas. And so we that's what we were interested in. That's what we wanted to learn about. So we started making these little worksheets, you know, coming from a graphic design background. That was the thing that we knew how to make was uh, Graphics. Printed, printed publications. <laughs>
0: we mm-hmm. started
2: these little worksheets and uh, you know, th- kind of just like very disparate exercises and just trying to basically evangelize our friends with them (laughs) and we would
3: have people over to drink and be like okay do this worksheet and tell us if you feel better (laughs) and they did (laughs) they did start um like we would draw together and party and then um fill out these little worksheets like a status meeting like what's going well in your job and it would start directing the conversation in a positive manner and it did really help us like start focusing on more on what was going well in our lives and after a few months of creating these worksheets and blogging uh, we had a friend who asked us I like all your worksheets, but I don't know when to do them. What's the system? How do you do, how do you keep it together? What do you, what am I supposed I don't know. to do? I don't
2: know which one to do at what time or what day. It's like, it's too overwhelming. There's so much choice. Mm. And so we were like, okay, well let's make like a planner and put them all together. It
3: started as a cute little binder of printed worksheets. And we're like, do you like this? It's called the fun file. (laughs) We were really trying. (laughs) The fun file, yes. The fun file. And the fun file became the manifestation manual. And we took all our exercises and we had a two week retreat house sitting for my parents where we blew the first week drinking. (laughs) The second week we were like, you know what? Let's make this book. We need to finish this. We really need to um, focus. And that that was the <laughs> opportunity where we just banged them out, all, all the drawings in a few days. And then the writing was a little slower, but we launched, I think we public, We sent it to print January 1st,
1: 2015. Ah. and okay. it was That a- was my first day at Microcosm also, by the way. Was
3: That's it hard. really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's magical. Oh. Wow.
1: I know, right? A lot of things happening.
0: You manifested Ellie. <laughs> yeah,
1: we did. Yeah, we sure did. Yeah. I knew there was a reason for it all. <laughs> thanks, you
0: guys. Yeah, I was going to say, thanks for that. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> okay, so, like, I, you know, and I, I take your point. It's like, you, you know, you sometimes have, like, some unsavory influences or whatever. But, like, you know, you made it your own thing. And, like, you know, you recovered and owned that and like you know you can take parts of something and reject other parts that's yeah. like part of making something you know and like and i think like everybody has influences even if they don't acknowledge them you know so good on you for owning that one and but like so like how did you make it your own
2: um insofar so far as the the ideas behind law of attraction or? Like
0: all of it, like, you know, there's lots of people that work in this kind of field and like have their own ideas and theories and worksheets. So like, what's special about you two?
2: I I would say overarchingly it's the, it's the integration of art and, I won't call it psychology or spirituality or maybe uh, mysticism. Mm. Um, so the integration of art and mysticism, the ways in which the visual metaphor um, pushes further the idea that the user is learning that day, um, and and in that way you're sort of implanting also you're you're learning visually at the same time.
3: Right. Something that really was important to me was like these concepts the concept your thoughts create your reality okay you can accept that but then how do you do it what do you what is the practice and putting the concepts into graphic images made it more like a diagram or something more clear that explained what exactly was happening in your mind that you can't see
2: and also like a a creative outlet for our artistic type people like ourselves like we like to draw we like the feeling of the pen on the paper. Um, we like the, the creative opportunity that it gives because the, the exercises are really open-ended and they, they ask the, the user to, to come up with solutions on their own. And that's, uh, that was a really important aspect for us is not telling people what to think, but inviting them to think in a way that might help them feel better
1: that's one of the things I really love about your books. I've used a few of them and um, actually one of my favorite things that I feel like no other book offers and don't want to give away the secret sauce here is that you have all these little opportunities to doodle and i really like doodling helps me think so much so when i'm like what is how do i want to feel today like i can like color in some like little circles in a pattern and then that like helps me know more than (laughs) like if i just had to sit and think or go for a walk or something (laughs) yeah i agree i was wondering like so all of your books are such a great combination of like art and like text or ideas like what is your collaboration style like do you both do both is one of you more the words person one of you more the art person how does that all come together tell her how you did it the other day what when you made something
3: ugly oh
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's my that's my current best technique is to make something that i know she'll hate so that she'll be like inspired to like be like no that's good I don't even say anything I just leave it open on my computer and just wait for her to see it and be like oh no 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 (laughs)
3: but (laughs) we usually um, our work comes from our life experience so we'll have problems and then Mm -hmm. we'll gradually talk about them try to figure it out um, you know work through our issues together whether it's between us or whether it's about health, money, uh, love, whatever. And then we'll start thinking, like, we'll talk about how, oh, well, I use this technique. And as soon as I did this, my problem solved itself. And and then that's the seed of a worksheet or an exercise. And then Kelly will say, how can we turn this into a worksheet? What's the <laughs> What's the image that, what's a visual metaphor? Yeah. And then we both start messing around with visual visual metaphors and we try to get a concept before going too far with art and then lately we've been really like we used to do everything by hand drawing on the flower of life grid for our graphics and now we're really more focused on using ai generated art because it's so
1: fun (laughs) (laughs) so wait how do you do that do you have like prompts you put in where you're like create a worksheet to help you, yeah, feel yeah. About yourself for
2: uh, usually. Well, we'll have to get the, the visual metaphor first mm-hmm. and then tell it to make that thing, whatever that thing is. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's fun, it's a new challenge. Um, it's not
3: necessarily faster than hand drawing <laughs> at all, it
2: takes a I long time it.
3: to speak the language. <laughs>
0: right yeah that's what i was thinking about it too or i was like you know because it's like to me i'm like okay what's the concept like what's a visual execution of that concept like how do you and then you do it and you're like yes but no it doesn't actually work because nobody's gonna take that from this image like start over or you like see it in thumbnail and you're like oh nope never mind (laughs) you know it doesn't work and so yeah that was kind of my first thought i was like well that wouldn't necessarily be faster but i can see how it would be like way more fun yeah
3: (laughs) it's thrilling (laughs) it's like playing the lottery like (laughs) you run a prompt and you could go through hours and hours of prompts and the images are okay and then you hit the jackpot of something so beautiful that it makes my head tingle yeah and that's what we work for
1: (laughs) Mm. Mm. so you're more like the curator of a classroom full of Young AIs, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. nurturing, raising them, yeah,
2: yeah, they're our friends for sure. I love that, mm-hmm. indoctrinating them. Indoctrinating.
0: Mm-hmm. So, not to roll out a big surprise for our audience, but you've been working on a new book, is that for how? Six or six yeah right a few yeah <laughs> is there is that and you've been working on a cover for this said book so is that how you came up with that image yes did you use the ai oh okay oh
3: yes absolutely
0: so it might
1: be our first ai cover that we know of.
0: <laughs> that so... we're aware of <laughs> <laughs> right you gotta wonder sometimes what some designers are doing but <laughs> <laughs> so too. so what was that so, what was that <laughs> process like?
2: um well it's 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 similar because you you still have to have the idea first yeah. and um we've learned a lot from working with y'all about you know what a uh, commercially viable cover is gonna look like. and so <laughs> that has helped a lot. and so this time we really wanted to do something so super simple simple and really on the nose and huh. um and so then it was just a matter of taking a really on the nose object and figuring out how to make that on brand for us
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, i like i like that you've also given away nothing about this <laughs> as yet unreleased cover <laughs>
1: <laughs> which good work careful it might make it into the podcast edit
0: well we'll see what happens you know (laughs) but yeah that that, that's like you know and i think about that you know i mean maybe just because like this is half of my job is to like walk people through this to be like your concept is great but nobody is going like but it looks like a novel is kind of the (laughs) thing i say the most often or you know or you're like yes but you're Thing it's like you you know people normally just have two well it's you know the same stuff you probably encountered say in design school where you like can't have fifty elements or concepts on a cover you know mm,
2: right yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it is a it is a challenge finding finding a way to visually represent like the essence of your ideas in one image right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And it's hard. I mean, it's been
1: definitely a challenge to come up with titles for your books because they're so like. It's like I I just imagine like this very elaborate spider web of stuff, <laughs> and then how do you like compress that down to like yeah, one that's... short title that yeah. actually gets it across? It's it's hard to do. Yeah, yeah AI could help with that though.
2: Oh,
3: believe me, we try.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to play with Ooh. this though. Yeah. <laughs> it helped though um when we were ideating on the new title um just to try different um uh make take this paragraph and make it into a concise title and then even if you don't like the language it's a way to like it'll pull out words that you wouldn't like for yeah hmm okay
1: well it's good that the ai can't totally replace us because no
2: it's so dumb it's nearly it's so <laughs> it's not. It's not as smart as i don't know people want it to be I don't know.
1: there's a <laughs> blog i adore called ai weirdness by the way that i highly oh, yeah. recommend that you check out um the okay. author janelle shane has been working on running absurd scenarios through ais like getting them to come up with recipes and like um different kinds, new kinds of Halloween candy, messages on sugar hearts, that kind of thing. It's so good. Names for cats. (laughs) You can spend a lot lot of happy time in her archives.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That sounds very
0: fun. I I mean, and there was, uh, this is some years ago, but it was like the two of the jobs that I will never forget that it said that robotics could never replace were editor, (laughs) dental surgeon.
1: That's the one thing those jobs have in common.
0: But I, but I love editor, you, you know, because that's it's like it exactly makes the point where you're just like, yeah, you just can't spit out crap and call it good. No, you
1: know? someone's got to have judgment. Yeah, yeah it yes. yes. has to be yeah. no judgment. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, but that you know, and so like that's, and I you know, but I think you're right. I think it's like it. You creating like it's a starting point. You're figuring out like, oh, yeah. And then, you know, which is like kind of how I think about it, where like we go to experienced salespeople or we go to major account buyers and we're like, what do you think? And then and then almost always they will say. Well, you're too close to this because you like missed the most obvious thing that it should or should not be, you know, and then we're like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> you know. And so, you know, you like you get better with that over, say, like 28 years. But like, you know, there's still moments, you know, if, if it's like something just outside of what we've done a lot of, then we'll like make mistakes, you know, or or we'll like have blind spots I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Like an AI. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> so so or like are they like us. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> so like what is your greatest goal that you are trying to accomplish with your work?
2: Mm. Hmm. I would say just to like achieve the things that we profess are possible in our books. The number one being um like, I wouldn't call it enlightenment, but a, a sense of peace and security in my life um that doesn't have anything to do with external circumstances.
3: <laughs> yeah, my definition of success is presence. And so the more our work helps me personally achieve presence the more successful i feel and that's all there's no future goal there's no uh metric to measure by other than do i feel good now am i here now yes or no
0: what about when everybody's present though like won't you have like a? well i guess you'll make new goals
3: (laughs) (laughs) they'll just come they'll just unfold it's just not up to me Right, right got
1: it (laughs) <laughs> little, you'll just be operating in a realm of pure art um, <laughs> yeah. right with with, clouds with the ai
2: generated
1: clouds <laughs> <laughs> with the AI. um not to bring this back down to like completely brass tacks boring <laughs> pop um <laughs> So this is, you know, a podcast for publishers and a lot of publishers listen to this and authors and people in the world. And you all have this like amazing experience of sort of building this very unusual and unique and successful publishing company from scratch and i was wondering if you could talk about that like how did it go from like january 1st 2015 you were like we made this book (laughs) to like suddenly you have like 40 books 50 books you (laughs) have distribution you're like out there in the world doing different kinds of partnerships yeah like what was it like to build that
2: um I don't know, like kind of
0: accidental. <laughs> the best things are.
3: Well, okay. And you know, there was this Grateful Dead documentary where Jerry said, Don't try to do anything with the Grateful Dead. Like, don't try mm-hmm. to force it to be anything. Don't try to direct it too much. And that we watched that in like 2018, maybe, but that's kind of our attitude. Like, don't try to force anything and just let it unfold but also hmm. take a step every single day never give up mm-hmm. but you have to be open to like you can't expect your first book to make you a millionaire you can mm-hmm. well you can if you were you can <laughs> let, me that not, over time. let me not let me not naysay. but <laughs> you have to be like so patient yeah that's and true. relaxed about it and um. just keep trying and don't get discouraged and just keep taking one step every day
2: we the way that we started was when we first made the monthly manifestation manual our friend was like you should come to this my oh, yeah. pop-up at this bar I'm doing it's like a ah. uh-huh. you know like a pop-up shop or whatever what do you call it like a, a pop-up a market, market. <laughs> yeah yeah so uh so we were like yeah and then we just started doing that and then more people were like this is good and then we were like okay it's good let's (laughs) let's try this (laughs) you know and then we learned a lot just from popping up like just about sales how to talk about the work we didn't have a clue how to even talk about the work we were so scared and so learning how to sell learning what you know what where what the demand is um and then you know meeting people with the same ideas people who were like oh come to a workshop so we're like okay well let's make a publication to go with the workshop or um you know as time went on we got sick of the monthly manifestation manual so we're like we got we need better something better for us and so make another one and then and that that's part of the thing is that we
3: make these resources for ourselves we make them because mm. we are suffering and we need help <laughs> so um, As soon as like, I'll I'll do a journal every day for a couple years, and then one day that's the last time I'm ever gonna fill out that journal. <laughs> and I need something new right now.
2: So that's
1: your peers, it's a peer-oriented. Yeah,
0: publishing your company. peers. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we should have pushed that one last week. Well, now we know that was yeah. the peer. The the national peer conference was last week.
1: Peer apocalypse.
2: Oh, 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 okay. I didn't I didn't quite understand what peer apocalypse meant, but now I get it more. It means that like
0: instead of you being like experts extolling your wisdom on the plebes, you're like oh yeah. You're like one of the people that would use your thing, you know.
1: That's (laughs) why
3: we stopped doing workshops actually, because we felt like this teacher student dynamic, it just didn't fit for us and it was so difficult and challenging for us to like guide a workshop as the teacher when we felt like the student.
0: Right. <laughs> I yeah. mean,
3: that's part of the reason. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's part of
0: it. And so that might, yeah, that might be like an interesting like paradigm for you. Like, like they came out of the state mental hospital program and like recovery program. So it's like people mm-hmm. that went through recovery, teaching recovery rather than like a therapist with a
1: degree in recovery, oh, okay, recovery. Okay,
0: okay. yeah yeah or like somebody that like can't ever tell you about their own life or whatever you know so right. it's and you know and that and the like the first and Ellie and I did the event like I don't know how many a bunch of years ago probably 6 or 7 years ago and then we set up and then like within the first 5 minutes people came up and they're like oh you're like peer publishers cool and oh. then <laughs> you know and we were like oh yeah i guess we are (laughs) (laughs) you know which is like it never you know which was like both like being accepted which was awesome but like more than that it was like language to understand like how we were different from other people you know or other publishers in this case but that yeah so that's like you know so like what are the like what are your peer groups or like what are like who do you consider to be like a organization that you have affinity with
2: oh (laughs) i
0: I only ask hard questions i apologize
2: (laughs)
3: organizations aren't really uh... we uh we talk to our one friend (laughs) once a week and he's uh
2: you know who we work with a lot is um there's a group that donates books to like the prison systems. It's oh, called the like, yeah. Appalachian Prison Project. Mm-hmm. And I would say that's an organization that we align with. Oh, and, and- AA. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, people <laughs>
3: people who are in AA have taken donations of our books and handed them out to their AA meetings. Yeah. And it's been very successful in that awesome. community. Yes. Right.
0: I would I could say see people, that. go ahead.
2: People in AA tend to like our work, but I wouldn't say that I'm endorsing
3: AA. Right.
2: Yes. <laughs> Understood. <laughs>
1: yeah. You all are, you all are basically, I feel like the peers are your people. <laughs>
0: yeah. That might be the place to hang out. They might be, yeah, you might find all the all the people that you like relate with.
1: Do you want to come to Seaside Oregon next year?
0: Yeah, the other one that used to be, a, there was an East Coast one, but it's kind of like between homes right now. Yeah. But it'll be back, though they were talking about Las Vegas, which sounds even worse. But,
1: <laughs> but yeah, so
0: like, okay, that's, uh yeah, so, but like, what is it? Yeah, I guess, like, you've kind of created a place where because of the values and views that you hold, you're sort of, like, rejecting of, like, establishment sort of systems and organizations, huh?
2: Many of them, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, That's I, okay. I, That's not a bad thing. I mean,
0: <laughs> I mean me too. <laughs>
2: right <laughs> um yeah it takes one to know one right you know,
3: <laughs> the only club that i've ever tried to join wouldn't have me and that was i tried to be a fitness instructor for Les mills <laughs> which is what our workout program that we follow that's like that's our pe- our workout people is Les mills and i tried out to be a fitness instructor <laughs> i loved it so much and i really wanted to do it and they said no you are not a fit you do not have the moves you do not have the rhythm no that was um i don't know it was a good thing it ended up working out for me but that's an example of an organization that i look to
1: but won't have me (laughs) they saw that you marched to the beat of your own drummer
2: yeah no kidding (laughs) i was
3: that's that's a great way to put it.
2: Uh, I think and I think that sort of became our motto, which was any group that would accept us, we wouldn't want to be a part of. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's how you end up in a cult, you know. So better off this way.
2: Yeah. That's why we made our
3: own cult yes yeah. so, one of the books is titled <laughs> <laughs> the <cult> of counting
1: <laughs> oh the cult of counting yeah are there other books or things that you've published that you're like extra excited about um like do you have kind of a favorite other than the monthly manifestation manual um, a second favorite
3: well yeah. the the journal right now that we're working that we've released to whom is this journal arising um that came out in We published it in November and I will be honest that when we publish a journal, I haven't done it yet. So I need to do the journal myself. It's a a comp. (laughs) Yeah, it's a comp, it is a comp. (laughs) And so I started it in November and I've been, it's a year long journal. So it's been six months since I started it. And I I really love it and I love working in it. And I see a lot of
2: places for change, but um, it's our best work for sure. (laughs) I was gonna say I I really like one of our zines called Miracle Collection. Mm-hmm. And even just thinking about my collection of miracles Aww. is really inspiring to me. And the the concept is about how miracles are commonplace when you look for them. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like a trading card collection, but for different categories of miracles and and I, just thinking about it makes me happy because it, it reminds me like, yeah, when I'm, when I'm, whatever I'm on the lookout for, I'll see.
1: I bet you get some incredible fan mail.
2: <laughs> oh, we do.
3: We do yeah, get some right. good fan mail. <laughs> we do. <laughs> you know,
0: I mean, it t- does seem to stem from like when you do something that is meaningful, other people tend to find it meaningful and then. They tell you. And then then, so like Faith and I, uh, Faith Harper, one of our um, most popular authors, Mm -hmm. she she and I joke that like fan mail is like 50 percent requests for free consulting and like 50 (laughs) percent trauma narratives. Do, Do you find this is proportionate to your fan mail?
2: well don't forget the percentage of um editorial correction (laughs) oh yeah yep every typo you ever make you will get a letter about it at least
0: see i just throw those away so they don't count
2: (laughs) you're right because they're not really (laughs) fans
0: they're fans of themselves
2: yeah
1: i always appreciate it we had one person who would send in like a careful copy edit of every single book we published and we finally were like would you like to do this before the books go to print and he was our volunteer copy editor for many years that's
0: Mm -hmm. wonderful Mm -hmm. before before they go to print -hmm. yeah so but that's like that's the thing of it it's like you know know, and i don't begrudge people for you know making it about themselves like i totally especially when like our the things that we make are about them also you know so it's like <laughs> yeah, it's kind of yeah. just like they're noticing that but like is there you know are there things that have surprised you that have been the takeaways of the fans
2: um i, I guess <clears throat> going back to the prisons we were really surprised when we started getting like requests um like people within the prison system saying that they had been passing out our worksheets and photocopying them and because the photocopy was so uh destroyed would they could we please send a fresh copy of the pdf (laughs) or you know stuff like that we're like of (laughs) course (laughs) whatever you want right so no, I mean, I don't feel like we really get a lot of like trauma dumping. It's mostly just like the work has really helped me. And <laughs> I don't know. It's all it's all really touching, honestly.
3: Yeah, to to feel like we've empowered someone to deal with their own problem instead of having to ask for help. They can go within and get the help they need from within.
0: Yeah. That's yeah, which is kind of your whole point. <laughs> so it's good that they noticed that.
3: Yeah, it is.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then we'll be like, "Oh yeah, this shit works. We should just like use our own words."
3: <laughs> <laughs> we have that. We have that epiphany regularly. That yeah. oh my god, this yeah.
2: works. <laughs> <laughs> <Drives>. <laughs> like trying to trying to add a product or something, and then reading the description and then being like, "That's good. That's a good idea." <laughs>
0: right who came up with this stuff
1: and that
2: (laughs) is that is
3: part of the issue we have is like there's so many tricks you can play with your minds to enjoy your life experience better and i do really love trying to organize them making them into a system making them into a schedule or a plan and it's a I, i can't force it too much because that's not the route but i forget you forget how well these things work and then that's why i like to do the journal a journal every day to remind me yes you have you have the power in you you have a choice take five minutes to think about what you want and what you want to focus on and it will really make a difference
0: right right yeah (laughs) do do you have a i I don't mean to sound as skeptical as i probably do (laughs) so what's next like what do you want to accomplish now that you've accomplished all of this?
2: Well, we we signed up to make a lot more materials. So. <laughs> do
0: you want to <laughs> entice them a bit?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we're very excited about what's right now known as the Oracle of I Am. Yes. Yes. Uh, which is an oracle deck forthcoming uh, based on Jessica Molin's guided breath meditations, which if you go to her YouTube channel, you'll find hundreds of free guided breath meditations, very popular channel very helpful channel. <laughs> and so that deck is going to be based on those guided breath meditations. It's going to be a very unique deck in that it has the, basically the instructions on every card, which you don't find very often, excuse me, in an oracle deck. It'll usually just be a picture, maybe a phrase, and then you're meant to intuit something from that, or you have to go to a separate guidebook to get the meaning. Um, And what's so good about this deck is that not only is it right there, but it's also a short guided breath meditation. So we both use it and find it very effective and we're also going to be releasing another oracle deck which is based on the exercises from the monthly manifestation manual from um, our other title on microcosm the monthly magical record and also including exercises which are forthcoming in our new title coming out next spring
0: <laughs> which also has a title
2: okay yes i didn't i don't know if you can you you can give it away
0: you can do your reveal
2: (laughs) that journal is called be it to see it it's in the same vein as the monthly manifestation manual and the monthly magical record with daily exercises it's a 31 day open-ended planner and we're also very excited about that and a couple other things that are kind of still in the works um I guess i could say we're gonna make something about uh, uh sobriety something related to the concept of sobriety yeah. <laughs> we're super excited about that one yeah uh,
1: whatever format it might take mm-hmm. yes that's
2: true. I, I, we mentioned earlier a lot in the podcast how much time and energy we used to waste drinking so we're excited <laughs> to write about that evolution yes
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah, much of my 90s went that way as well, but here we are. Yes, living on our best lives, being it, seeing it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So like, all, all of your books are, I believe, every one of your books is like workbook format. Have you ever considered not making the reader write the book? Have you ever considered writing the book?
2: Well, uh, like we discussed before, it's it's a collaboration among peers. Ah. Oh, (laughs) Oh.
0: that should have been my first question. Yeah, the readers (laughs) are
2: doing all the work there. You (laughs) got (laughs) to. Um, well, we have a couple titles that are just guided meditations, so right? Okay, do much work there. And actually, our first first
3: book w- was based off of blog posts on my blog from maybe 2012, and it's called Doing, Thinking, Feeling, Being. And it's well, right. tips on conscious living, and that was fun to write, but uh, I don't know. Maybe.
1: I don't
2: i don't know <laughs> actually i think i'm gonna start writing fiction what Ooh, yeah
1: <laughs> what are you gonna write it what are you gonna write about
2: uh just like the same ideas but fictionalized and funny and like Ooh, also cool. sort of like uh semi-autobiographical
3: <laughs> yeah that's my biggest wish is to write memoir style without um uh what do you call it ruining my relationships <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's what I really want
3: to do is write about my personal <laughs> life, but I don't know if I'm gonna do
1: that.
2: Which might
0: be a
1: little safer. we <laughs> <Yeah, right>.
0: st- <laughs> created this path. <laughs> that makes sense. I, yeah, I know. And and I, you know, because it's and you know, and I respect it. It's like it is almost harder to create something that's like that interactive because then you have to like think about all the ways that somebody might react to it and like all the ways they might interpret, misinterpret, like have had a very different lived experience in some which way, Mm -hmm. you know, so like, I mean, I think it's cool. It's just like, we're living in the era of like, the what do you call it? low content publications? And like, people think of it as like, you design a cover, and you're done, (laughs) you know, whereas like, your things are like, highly interactive, like, they're very thoughtful. And you're like, Essentially, putting someone into your paradigm, which like I love, you know, I I can see how. So, just to put that out there for our audience, this is like substantive.
2: Yes, it is very substantive. It is. It's (laughs) the most
0: substantive.
1: (laughs) So, I have a final question that is about something completely different. Um, So one thing that we have in common with you is Cleveland. Joe's from there, Mm -hmm. Microcosm has offices there. You all live in Cleveland. Do you have any like Cleveland recommendations for our listeners who might be planning to visit your lovely city or who maybe live there? (laughs) Greatest hits of Cleveland,
2: (laughs) according to Kelly and Jessica. (laughs) The number one coolest thing that we love right now in Cleveland is the Port of Cleveland there's a little there's a trail that goes from edgewater park to whiskey island and if you walk down that trail you can watch iron ore pellets being loaded and unloaded off of barges and it's our favorite pastime right now i highly (laughs) highly
1: recommend it you won't find that in any travel book everybody
0: it's (laughs) unlikely i i was surprised um i talked to a therapist yesterday and he said that he like Does he goes to Cleveland regularly for work, which I was like, wow, I've never like I've never heard somebody that is not like an experimental cancer surgeon or something who like goes to Cleveland for work, you know? Yes. You know, and that was like, I was like, that was kind of fascinating. I didn't probe too much, so I don't have a lot more information, but, you know, I was like, whoa, that's wild. he he thought I like lived there still. Cleveland is really into rebranding itself. Like, mm. it really likes to be, like, we're the North Coast now, or the land, or, so, like, do you, it seems like you would have, like, big ideas for how to rebrand Cleveland. Oh,
2: yeah. Um, I think they should bring back the A in the mm. word Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. I think it's Pretty good. misrepresentational that they just cut out a letter <laughs> out of the word.
0: hmm mm-hmm. <laughs> There's right. that.
1: Take note, everybody. Okay.
0: <laughs> Maybe you could put some design prototypes together and we can get that happening. You know.
1: Oh, yeah. And then we did buy a second warehouse in Cleveland. Um, what should we name it?
2: Oh, oh yeah. Where is it?
1: Oh, it's, it's right next door to our oh, cool. existing one.
2: Cool. Um, um, and it's blue. Are you Are you familiar with the chicken salad joke from... No? from the West 85th Street deli. No. I mean, East, East, well, anyway, you would have to know. i cool. can <laughs> okay. <to> explain it? <laughs> it's just like this lady on TikTok and she goes to this deli and like East 89th and Superior or something and she's eating <laughs> a chicken salad. I, it's hard to explain,
0: <laughs> but I it
2: really Cleveland <laughs> on a map on TikTok. Okay. Oh, okay, okay.
1: Wow. We just call the chicken salad building.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Cleveland meme about this car uh, running on three AAA batteries, <laughs> and it could be something related to that. Maybe three AAA batteries, or maybe chicken <laughs> salad.
1: <laughs> Those are excellent entries oh my into the name, 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 name <laughs> contest. Thank you.
0: I like yeah. that you know more than we do. That's <laughs> great.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you've you've like adopted your adopted home.
2: Yeah, we have. Yeah, we, we love it. We, we love do Cleveland. Love it. I don't Yay. think anyone else should move here. Please but... don't.
3: Don't move here.
2: <laughs> Let's start it now. Do yeah, not move here. Move here.
3: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: place is really nice. Whoa, it <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> it's ugly. Don't move here. <laughs>
1: I see this is going into the rebranding a little self <laughs> Right. Okay. Ooh.
0: Got it. You know that whenever you say don't do something, people. <laughs>
2: Oh, you're right. you have been reading our books too much.
0: <laughs> mm, uh-huh, uh-huh. You've, you've been like, why not? <laughs>
2: you,
0: you sure? But, well, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. And
1: uh, Thank you. This was a lot of fun. Yes,
2: it was. It was really fun. Thank you for having us.
1: Um, we'll uh, look forward to making many books with you in the very near future. Yes, <laughs> mm.
2: And in the meantime, mm.
1: everybody read the Monthly Manifestation Manual and the Monthly Magical Record. Or don't read it, write it. Write it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Collaborate <laughs> with these two fine individuals on these books.
0: Mm. Thanks for joining us once again.
1: Please send your questions to podcast at microcosmpublishing.com so we can answer them on future episodes.
0: And please give us five stars on iTunes and everywhere else that podcasts are reviewed.
1: You can find us on the internet at microcosm.pub.
0: On Twitter at microcosm.
1: On Facebook at microcosm publishing.
0: On Instagram at microcosm underscore pub.
2: And here in Portland, Oregon on North Williams Avenue.
0: Thank you so much.
2: Have a wonderful week.